Namaste Jai Hind welcome to another edition of ANI podcast with Smita Prakash Today I speak about the issue of mental health we have an expert but before I introduce you to her uh, a little bit of information There are many studies which have been conducted to determine how many Indians suffer from some form of mental disorders but those are based on people who actually seek therapy or admit to suffering from the symptoms it's 2022 but it's still not spoken about there are many kinds of disorders psychological disorders which impact on your well-being there are the common ones like stress anxiety depression eating disorders ocd covid related or insomnia related disassociation then there are serious disorders like personality disorders bipolar disorders schizophrenia and others there is no age barrier to who suffers from these disorders young old middle age no caste status religion or gender barriers to understand when to seek help how to figure out that you might be sliding into some kind of a depression or your friend or your spouse or your parent or your child whether they need help how to figure out that you need professional help i spoke to a counselor dr kamna chibber she heads the mental health and behavioral sciences wing at fortis healthcare in gurgaon dr chibber is a trained therapist who works with children adolescents and adults joining me in this podcast with dr chibber is ani's health beat reporter shalini Thank you very much for speaking with us Dr. Chibber. Um my first question to you will be that it's 2022 and yet uh in India people are still hesitant to uh seek some kind of uh you know a, a treatment or accept it even that there could be a case of a mental disorder in the family. Most of us would tend to think that oh ye stress hai. इसको तो हम कोप कर लेंगे चलो चलो पापा से बात कर लो चलो चलो खेलने चलो एंड यू नो वर्कआउट एक्सरसाइज कर लो इससे ठीक हो जाएगा समटाइम्स दैट्स नॉट द केस राइट वी टेंट टू थिंक दैट इट्स ओ ओल्ड एज में डिप्रेशन हो जाता है कोई बात नहीं ठीक हो जाएंगे प्ले विद योर ग्रैंड चिल्ड्रन यूल बिकम ओके दिस इज द एडवाइस दैट ओल्डर पीपल आर गिवन समटाइम्स वीमेन आर देर हेल्थ मेंटल हेल्थ इशूज आर कम्प्लीटली इग्नोर्ड दैट यू नो 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 मल्टी टास्किंग समथिंग एवरीबडी डज सो यू नो देर इशूज सो वेन डज वन रियलाइज दैट यू आर स्लाइडिंग इन टू सम काइंड ऑफ a uh, depression state or mental anxiety state where you need to seek help thank you so much for having me here it's a real pleasure that you know we are speaking about this really important topic about mental health i think you know you've rightly pointed out that for a lot of people this is not a topic which is given that kind of priority and emphasis for many many years across the decades people have relegated mental health to the background saying that you know ye to sabke sath hi hota hai hmm. ye to stresses hain normal zindagi ke issues hain aap kisi na kisi tarah se cope kar loge apne aas paas dekho hum logon ne bhi to itni zindagi dekhi hai humne bhi badi situations dekhi hain so yes that is the truth that for a lot of people mental health is not always the priority and we don't realize that the prevalence rates are pretty high for mental health related uh, conditions if you look at the survey which was done in 2015-16 that highlighted very clearly that about 12% of the population has mental health related conditions in india in india this is the indian survey and this is when you know uh, the 12% would mean that those who have come and sought or those who are admitting it right yes, yes. the 
the shadowy secret lot or those who are, don't even know it that's not there that's not there and that survey also pointed out that 90% of the people who actually require mental health related services are not being able to access it now what are the reasons that access is not there yes we can turn around and say that experts nahi hai we have a very large population we have a huge geographical region that we need to look at but what that also does is that you know as you go into the interiors of the country a lot of times experts may not be available right that is one reason we do have a paucity of experts who has pointed it out our data points it out but at the same time like you were very rightly saying that there are so many myths misconceptions and continued stigma which is associated with mental health and mental health related illnesses that people hesitate to seek help and one of the primary thoughts jo logon ke dimag mein aata hai wo ye ki mere sath to ho hi nahi sakta how can i have a mental health related issue i i belong to a good family i have the support system i uh, you know have friends and i uh, am educated i'm working i'm earning well why would i have anxiety why would i have depression so people also hesitate to accept that mental health related illnesses are illnesses like physical health related conditions hmm. so any individual can have a mental health related issue today i may be sitting here as an expert there is no guarantee to say that tomorrow i could not have a mental health related condition because there is also a biological aspect which is associated with mental health related illnesses and we tend to be ignorant of that aspect which compromises people's ability to then start seeking out help we feel judged we feel that uh, people will start looking at us differently we feel that people around us will just not understand what is happening with us if we will go and share with them that this is our concern they would ridicule us they would laugh at us there will be sarcasm coming at us so we try to contain it within our own selves we curb our instincts also which may be telling us that this is not how usually i tend to be when i face problems kyunki hame pata hota hai ki problem aaye what is my typical approach how much would it affect me and when you are beginning to recognize that you are struggling to cope with situations and increasingly you're finding that either your moods are dipping uh, you're not being able to bounce back from situations your ability to cope with the situations is getting compromised it's affecting your sleep it's affecting your physical health you're losing interest in things uh, you're not wanting to meet people you're struggling to communicate very effectively about what is going on with you uh, the the differences that you're beginning to notice in your approach they are becoming more and more intense even when you're trying to put an effort you're feeling that kind of fatigue setting in that i am not being able to shift things that's the time when you need to start seeking help you need to go speak to someone to try and understand what is it that is going on with you you may not have an understanding of what that label could be depression hai anxiety hai bipolar hai insomnia ho raha hai kuch aur ho raha hai aapko shayad nahi pata hoga and that is not your job to figure just the way you would have approached your gp when you were noticing some symptoms in your body if you're seeing that you know my thinking is changing the way i'm feeling is changing the way i'm responding is changing and it's persisting it's becoming more different i'm getting that feedback from the outside that's the time that you approach someone to understand that could this also mean that there is something which is happening with me which needs to be looked at and you can approach anyone you can still go ahead and talk to the same general physician who you approach on a regular day to day basis for your other physical health related concerns because all doctors are trained to understand and know what may be going on in terms of mental health as well and they will be able to guide you that is this something that you need to look at from a professional standpoint 
or is there something which is a regular day to day thing it will pass you know doctor uh, when you talk about go talk to someone mm-hmm. and you notice a change in you there are many times that uh, you know uh, children know mm-hmm. that there's something not right i'm getting angry i'm getting bullied in school mm-hmm. but when they speak to their parent their parent would think that there's an outside factor bacche mein koi there's nothing wrong with the child my mm-hmm. child is strong you don't want to admit and especially with boys mm-hmm. i've seen that when girls uh, they tend to think are rona band karo mm-hmm. not realizing that that is manifesting manifestation of something which is going on and the child is probably not telling you mm-hmm. but there is something happening mm-hmm. um so you tend to think that you can deal with it because you're a good parent mm. how can you seek help and then when the school counselor who's trained to notice these things points it out the there is a resistance mm. uh, in parents who tend to think uh, they always are going to point out and say yeah. there's something wrong with the parenting it's not that my mm. child is fine they unnecessarily think thing that don't you think that charlie you're a young parent do you think that that many times parents think that this is a judgment on the on a parent yeah that's true ma'am because they don't want to accept that fact and you know there is something which at that time a child requires some kind of counseling you know they should interact with child they should ask that what exactly is happening but they avoid to do so do you think that doctor like well, i mean this is a problem that a young parent my children are grown up but uh, shalini has a young child right. but i know for a fact when my children were in school there was no counselor and mm. the only counselor who was there was just you know if if the child was getting too violent mm. and there was a there was a you know a bash up which happened between boys and girls or something like that they would be told that alag ho jao jhagda mat karo that was about it right. and in some schools and in, in fact in most schools there is no counselor mm. who can detect these minor things which you know by the time the child becomes a preteen it's already manifested in violence or in in behavioral change absolutely no you're very right uh, that there is a hesitation which comes in parents to be able to acknowledge first and then accept later on that there is a problem that needs to be addressed and that it could be clinical in nature again it comes back to the same point that um in many ways we are ill equipped to be able to even uh, understand that a mental health related problem could manifest with children we believe that mental health related illnesses are only things which happen to adults hmm. that is one belief that people have the second aspect is that we keep on reinforcing the idea that children are always resilient they bounce back very well so even when a child is going through a situation where there is some aggression which is coming at them or they have been uh, bullied within either in the school or in their neighborhood we believe that they will be able to bounce back especially if we have gotten to know about the situation or the incident we believe that you know when we have spoken to our child we've given them the reassurance we have gone and fought on behalf of our child that everything would take, be settled and we don't realize that children too tend to think and feel and as a result also respond in the ways that adults do as well they are also getting equally impacted by a situation when they are going through it but we don't necessarily give it that much importance mm. because one a child does not have an adequate vocabulary to be able to express very comprehensively what is it that is happening to me inside mm. so they may not always have emotional words in their repertoire of the vocabulary that they have that which could communicate to a to an adult around them that they are struggling and i think the second aspect also is that besides children not having the vocabulary like i said our belief is that children will cope 
our belief also is that children don't necessarily understand the complexities. We are not taking into account the fact that our children, especially in today's times, are being exposed to a lot more information than what my generation, your generation or generations prior to us were exposed to. So their understanding of situations is far more enhanced than what it was for us. We were very naive and we were... I feel that our generations probably did not even understand the complexities of situations, of relationships, the way younger children today do. So I think that's a gap in understanding within adults. And uh, what we do need to do is start educating and start providing information and knowledge to families as well that children too can have mental health related concerns. It does not mean that you know your the rest of your child's life is ruined. It does not mean that your child is not going to be able to perform a leaderful life. That in fact, if you were to intervene at an early stage, your child is going to overcome whatever it is that the experience is and be able to actually grow towards better strengths in the future if you intervene at an early enough stage. What that means is that parents... And schools need to work in collaboration. Hmm. They need to see each other as a team. And I think that is something which a lot of times goes missing because it's become, it's somewhere become transactional in a way Hmm. that we look at it as, you know, okay, my child goes here, I'm paying a certain fee, they need to provide me a service. That's the kind of mechanism which has come into play. Hmm. So we don't necessarily see that the school, the teachers within the school and the counsellor or the principal, the headmistress, they are all aligned to ensuring that children are growing and developing well, that they have the right kind of inputs available, the right kind of scaffolding available. And if they are highlighting something to you, it's not because they want to you know, segregate your child or make your child feel uh, that they're different or they're not coming out of some sort of a vengeful space Hmm. to impact your child's progress, they're actually invested. They're spending a lot of time. The child spends maximum time in school, at least now. During COVID, that had changed for us. But now, children are back to schools. They're spending so much time over there. Teachers are most sensitive to noticing what are the changes that are happening. And if parents would see this as a collaborative process, teachers would also point out things at a much earlier stage. So if we start changing our approaches and we start building on our information and understanding, I feel that a lot of these situations can be addressed uh, in a much more wholesome manner because children do need that support. Yeah, it is. These especially, are the things. Especially after lockdown, you they yeah. really they really need you know some kind of support. What I have also seen that you know if you talk to the teacher, teacher will say you know it's a kind of negative motivation. What does negative motivation mean? It was very surprising. You know, if you you are list uh, you you are uh, you know uh, you are expecting something else from the teacher, and teacher says yeah, you know your child has not done this and that. And, you know, if you are saying, we are saying something to the child. So, ma'am, take it as a negative motivation. We can understand negative motivation. But what about six-year-old or five-year-old child? You know, it's like, you know, over expectations from the, you know, parents also towards teachers and yeah. teachers also uh, towards the parents. So, how I'm going do you yeah, deal I'm with going the to situation, get on, uh, get to this point and ask the doctor yeah. an uh, additional question especially during covid times because you know the teachers have to finish the courses so there are many teachers who say ki humko ye padhana hai bhai hum we cannot like imagine a class where you have 40 you know 35 40 50 kids of course a teacher notices these discrepancies but the pressure is on them also that 
do they do they concentrate on these things so the parent teacher meeting actually becomes a very draining exercise because she has to tell the parent about this and the parent has no patience because a parent is more concerned about the grades and about syllabus kyun nahi khatam kya would get to that point and over expectations and comparison also this is yeah. also the factor you they do a lot of comparisons question of timing and too many kids to each counselor or each teacher that's a major major issue i'm going to get to that uh, and ask you related question but doc when you were speaking about uh, you know these things it just suddenly struck me mm. about this generational shift you know safety and security now my generation our parents never talk talk to us about the wrong touch right right and we were never told that uh, we were left with uncles and aunts and cousins and people like that and there are many in my generation who were victim to this wrong touch maybe you are seeing more in your generation where parents are talking about hmm. this to their children how important is it for parents to discuss this because if it is not discussed many people say this chacha ke ghar chhod rahe hain maasi ke ghar chhod rahe hain ab unke ghar mein yo chacha maasad and all that might be decent people but there might be a male servant out there there might be a woman servant out there when i say servant of course it's not pejoratively used but what i mean is an attendant house help anybody out there guest walking in guest walking in right and maybe another older child mm. also experimenting you know an older cousin an older uncle aunt somebody experimenting with a younger child figuring out how does one talk to this there is a hesitancy because our parents didn't talk to mm. us so what is the language to hum log kaise baat kare how do you talk to your child your grandchild about these subjects which have remained taboo in our families i think this is such an important aspect that uh, i'm so glad we're talking about this right now as well because we don't even pick it up in a, a lot of our regular conversations as well and it's so essential that we need to start talking to children more about what is good touch what is bad touch what is uh, attraction how our relationships formed uh what is it that leads to uh, the sense of arousal that you experience when you are in the presence of you know either the opposite or the same gender and that these are things which could happen to you and an attraction can evolve at a certain stage in your life and uh you need to talk about sexual sexuality about uh, orientation all of those are topics which now have assumed a lot of importance because if we as parents as family members as adults who are around a certain child will not be speaking about it we need to understand that children are still getting all of that information but what will happen is that they will pick it up from sources which may not be the most reliable which will not be the most credible in which information may be presented in ways that could either enhance their curiosity or make them start taking or indulging in risky behaviors and they would not and they would get more psychologically impacted because their young minds are not fine tuned or developed enough to be able to process that kind of information but if you have a parent or an adult who is around you who is willing to sit down and talk with you then all of that curiosity all of those questions are getting addressed at the right stage at the right time which is so crucial and i think right now uh, the conversations around good touch and bad touch have certainly increased so much because we are so much more attuned to all the situations that are happening around us media reports on so many different um, you know instances incidents which have happened with young children with older children as well with adults as well so uh, 
parents taking that step is so important and i think schools are also playing a very large role where they have started addressing a lot of these things within the school premises itself and i think what is more important for a parent to keep in mind is that the conversation that you have to have is not a one time conversation i think that's the first important piece that we always need to keep in mind this is going to be a conversation which you will need to have at multiple times those multiple times are going to be based on the age of the child you start with a young child who's even going to a kindergarten where you're going to be talking to the child about touch you will talk to the child about touch in a way that the child can understand hmm. and you will have to keep on refining that conversation till that child is going to get into even the senior grades where you're not necessarily talking just about touch but then you're talking about sexuality and orientation and those conversations are going to come in and what is going i'm going to interrupt you doctor i'm yes. so sorry where do you get the tools how does a parent know this because humko to kisi ne sikhaya nahi our parents were like chi chi mat baat karo kind of a thing right, right. Uh, so how do you get as a, nobody teaches these things to us in school that we will need to do this hmm. no doctor tells us nobody tells us so how do we get the tools how do we equip ourselves as parents and like you were saying that even at kindergarten all we need told was don't talk to strangers that's yeah. all that Mm. we were told yeah. and uh, you know how do you where do you get the tools like you were saying that you this is how you figure out that there is something wrong with you mentally and you need to figure out that you're you're slipping into depression or you're seeing triggers how do you where do you learn how to be a, a parent to teach these and things and um, several times you know what happens that you know ये गलत है इस बार इसके बारे में बात मत करो प्लीज इस बारे में बात मत करो है और इसको किसी चीज को किसी को बताना मत डिस्कस मत करना किसी से तो वी शुड एंकरेज आर चिल्ड्रन आई बिलीव बट वट पेरेंट्स डस आप बताना मत इसको किसी बारे में और किसी से जिक्र मत करना उससे क्या होता है बच्चा एक आइसोलेशन में चला जाता है अभी इसके बारे में नहीं मतलब और यू नो यू स्टार्ट बिकमिंग रिजेक्टिंग ऑफ द चाइल्ड्स इमोशनल वो तो इतने अच्छे अंकल हैं उन्होंने तो नहीं किया होगा हां सो एज़ सून एज़ यू विल से समथिंग लाइक दैट ही इज नेवर गोइंग टू कम बैक और शी इज नेवर गोइंग टू कम बैक द चाइल्ड इज नेवर कमिंग बैक टू यू रिगार्डलेस ऑफ व्हाट द न्यू सिचुएशन मे बी एंड हु दैट पर्सन मे बी दे विल नेवर बी एबल टू फील दैट यू वुड ट्रस्ट देम सो व्हाइल यू मे बी डूइंग अ सुपरलेटिव जॉब एज़ अ पेरेंट इन जनरल दिस वुड बिकम द वन स्पेस दैट द चाइल्ड मे फील दैट दे कैन नॉट कंफाइड इन यू and this would become the one space that would trouble them for a very very long time to come and would impact their relationships their adult experiences and their expectations that they have from adults around them in general taking away from their sense of security their sense of trust their belief in their own self because they would always feel that if my parents don't trust me why would the outside world so you're compromising their ability to be able to grow up into becoming healthy adaptive adults in the future but going back to what your original hmm. question was that you know how do you equip yourself with the right tools to be able to have those conversations i think the first thing that parents need to do is whoever your pediatrician is they talk to you about milestones right you need to start utilizing that understanding that your pediatrician is giving you about the milestones to start determining that you know okay now is the age or the stage which is coming when my child is growing up and this is now the going to be the time when i'm going to have these conversations when you know your child is stepping outside for a very young kid you will have to start talking to them about good touch and bad touch at a much earlier age and you will have to talk about it in a very gentle way to say that you know acha jaise mummy papa aapko you know hug karte hain jaise mummy papa aapko pyar karte hain koi aur aisa kare to agar aapko acha nahi lag raha hai to aap usko mana kar sakte ho aur humko aake batao kisne kiya kya kar rahe the 
So you will have to keep on tweaking that conversation as per the age of the child over a period of time. You may have to make it also gender specific. You may have to say, especially when the child is going to school. So if there is a big child in school who calls you somewhere, if you are in a school, you are alone, you say, come to this room, come to this room, sit here and talk alone. Or there is a sister, there is a sister, there is a sister, there is a sister. आपने वहाँ पे नहीं जाना है जहाँ पे कोई आपको अकेले बुलाएगा वहाँ नहीं जाना है सो यू हैव टू कीप ऑन चेंजिंग दोज कॉन्वर्सेशन ओवर अ पीरियड ऑफ टाइम द सेकेंड थिंग यू नीड टू डू इज बी वेरी अवेयर ऑफ वट आर द कॉन्वर्सेशन हैपनिंग इन स्कूल वेन स्कूल में देर आर कॉन्वर्सेशन हैपनिंग यू नीड टू यूज दैट एज योर क्यू टू से दैट ओके आई नीड टू नाउ गो बैक एंड आस्क माई चाइल्ड दैट वट वॉज इट लाइक फॉर यू वेन अ कॉन्वर्सेशन इज हैपन इन द स्कूल अबाउट गुड टच एंड बैड टच understand from your child what did they understand how much did they make sense of it do they have any questions speak about these matters because they themselves are hesitant they are processing it themselves another thing is if there are any viewers who are uh, you know or listeners who are not parents please understand that this responsibility also extends to aunts and uncles you know Absolutely. you if you love your nephew or niece and you're seeing that your sister or brother is not having this conversation with their children listen into this conversation what dr chibar saying that talk talk to them because that is how you become a good aunt or a good uncle we've spoken about good parenting good aunt good <laughs> uncle but parents also face this like women and men uh, a major major issue i'm seeing is of you know i in my office in my newsroom there are so many young girls mm. and uh, you know mostly in newsrooms there are it's it's populated by young women mm. and my generation was always told that oh you can multitask you can do you can manage home as well as work mm. but seems like that led to my generation having a lot of stress and anxiety and none of us want to admit it at least my generation women don't want to admit it that we took on too much mm. and that's impacted on in so many ways mm. you know uh, on us because we we th- we think we can do it all absolutely and i think uh, you know it just kind of highlights that that iconic poster right behind you you just said we can do it all and yeah. the poster says we can do it and yeah. i think There's uh, a history to this there's poster. There's a there's right? a big history to that poster. It started out at a time when there was a significant gender gap. It came in at a point in time when women were pushing for equality for rights mm. when they were saying that you know what we too can actually do it. We don't need men to just uh stand there and tell us that we are supposed to play a certain type of role or occupy a certain position and handle only certain types of chores. We are ourselves pretty strong and we have the ability to be able to do a lot of different things and balance out different roles. It was at a point in time when we needed that. But what it has done is that it's only ascribed more and more onto the plate of a woman but it's not gotten balanced out by providing her more and more support to be able to take on the additional things that she's taking on and somewhere it's become a very skewed um situation that we are noticing around us these days and i think it's not just your generation my generation even a lot of the younger younger uh, ladies that i continue to work with everyone talks about the fact that how they feel Uh, a lot of times unsupported a lot of times not even able to talk about the fact that they are unsupported and that they don't have the space to be able to come out and say that i am stressed because as soon as i say that it becomes about my gender 
कि हाँ तुम तो ये बोल सकती हो एंड यू विल गेट अवे विद इट एंड यू नो एवरी वन विल कम अराउंड एंड ट्राई एंड गिव यू मोर रिलैक्सेशन एंड लेवरेजेस सो दैट यू कैन कीप ग्रोइंग एंड डूइंग वेल नॉट रिकग्नाइजिंग दैट इन एनी केस देर इजेंट एन इक्वल वे इन विच थिंग्स आर बींग डन एंड आई थिंक दैट समवेयर वीमेन आर एक्सपेक्टेड टू बी दी सुपर हीरोज यू नो हु हैव दी सुपर पावर्स हु आर गोइंग टू बी डूइंग दीज मल्टीपल थिंग्स एट एट द सेम टाइम you go to work but before you go to work you need to ensure everything is lined up at home uh if you are living with your parents then for them if you're with your in-laws then for them if you have children then to take care of them making sure that while you're not there if anyone has any need no one should be able to turn around and tell you ki tum nahi thi to ye cheez hui nahi so you have to anticipate plan in advance make sure there are resources available at home enough staff enough help to be able to ensure and that is if you can afford that to make sure that that is there to cover up for when you're not going to be available your own self and keep smiling and keep smiling have about you, it have <laughs> you noticed doctor that we've all been told not to scowl not yes. to feel or not to give the impression also forget about matlab agar andar kuch hai to usko andar dabaye rakho a man can not look yeah you don't yeah firstly he doesn't need to use lipstick but a woman <laughs> a woman has to smile through her troubles a man doesn't need to smile through his troubles if he looks stressed out or if he looks uh, if he's scowling it's like see what a hard working guy like a manager mm. i'm talking about when a manager walks in he doesn't need to smile he doesn't he can look busy all the time but a woman even if she's busy needs to smile needs to look happy because if she doesn't look happy she has poor manners she is angry and a uh, bad boss hmm. right and this manifests everywhere mind you even women anchors they need to look in a particular manner tv anchors men it doesn't matter what they look like True. the same i'm sure is with doctors right like you need to look you need to have better manners when you're dealing with patients as compared to your male doctors who can look busy and say parchi likh ke kaat ke de do but mm. a woman needs to have that nurturing thing all the time and that puts pressure all the time on you it does but these are also so reflective of the kind of roles and stereotypes that have over the years come and gotten associated with being with what being a woman is all about and uh, you know it's so uh, interesting when you were speaking about uh, the workplaces and how you know a man could be a certain way and a woman could be a certain way and the example that was come popping up in my head repeatedly was how when a woman snaps in the office it becomes about maybe she's on her cycle Hmm. And when a man will snap, it's like boss ne jo bola, बहुत सही बोला उसके बॉस ने प्रेशर डाला उसके बॉस ने प्रेशर डाला होगा बट मतलब उसके साथ कुछ गड़बड़ नहीं है एंड सो यू नो वी हैव दीज वेरी डिफरेंट वेज इन विच वी इवन परसीव इमोशनल रिस्पॉन्सेज और वेज इन विच पीपल आर कम्युनिकेटिंग बिकॉज वी अस्क्राइब इट टू certain stereotypes that we have been holding on to a very very long time and one of the expectations that as a result has come on to women is to present themselves in a certain way to uphold themselves in a certain way and to communicate and speak and hold those nurturing roles and be uh, very pleasant and put together at all times even though you may not be feeling up to it and yeah. yes there is a movement which has started happening against that in a way where you know a lot of women has started stepping in and saying that you know if i'm not having a good day i'm not having a good day and if you want to judge me then go ahead you know and do that but i'm not going to be apologetic about this because what that pressure is doing a lot of times it's not just stress 
this is what is creating a lot of anxiousness. It is what is impacting moods. It is leading to issues like depression. It's causing women a lot of sleepless nights. They are feeling they're working so hard. They may be putting in a lot of effort, but then you're not feeling happy at the end of the day. So what's the purpose of it? And then you begin to question the larger purpose, the larger meaning of what you're doing and the kind of life you're leading. And you're almost feeling that, you know, this is like an endless road. You know, a, a tunnel which does not seem to have any light at the end of it. And you constantly feel yourself struggling as a result. And that's where mental health related issues tend to blossom. I'm also going to come on to these COVID related issues, Shalini, because I remember, you know, you were also covering at that time these, uh, you know, young people losing parents, uh, you know, and both parents sometimes to COVID and Parents who had no comorbidity sometimes. So, you know, you always thought that parents will live longer. Like when they were in their 60s, maybe mild diabetes, maybe mild asthma, but they, they succumbed to COVID. And some of them, some of these young people I know, they got no closure because they couldn't even perform the last rites of their parents or they couldn't even they couldn't even see the body of their parents. They were cremated because they themselves were in hospital. So this is both young men and women. Like, you know, in my introduction, I said that depression doesn't hit any class, any specific class, caste, gender, anybody. So this happened to men, women, everybody that I know too. And there was no closure then. But many of us tend to think, by now, get over it. Because, you know, but it, it doesn't end like that, does it? There's no closure to some people's grief. No, there isn't. And... Uh even though in our own diagnostic manuals, we may have gone through phases where we have tried to say, you know, a year is a good enough time period for you to cope with grief to saying that there can't be a, a you know, a time frame associated with it to saying that, you know, yes, there should be a time frame. And we've in our own diagnostic, uh, in our ways of diagnosing that could this be now an adjustment disorder? Could this now be a depressive illness? Have gone through those processes. But I think when we're looking at COVID, what it has done is it has completely ripped apart whatever resources that people had within themselves and whatever resilience was there to be able to cope with things like loss and grief. Because it was, I don't, there was nothing like this which people had ever dealt with. Dealing with a loss which happens very suddenly in itself is very difficult. Hmm. And dealing with a loss which is happening suddenly and is happening en masse is yeah. extremely, extremely traumatic for people. And what we're seeing right now is almost a traumatic kind of a response towards that sense of having lost people, not having been able to have those conversations with them before they went, not having been able to do their last rites in the way that we have all been born and brought up with, yeah. knowing that that is also a part of our heritage, our culture. And what that entire process of doing the rituals and all always does for us is it that's what allows us to go through that closure process. When you it has its own healing process associated yeah. with it. Sure. Uh, that community grieving together with the family who has lost someone is what allows us to be able to also feel a lot of sense of support. None of that happened. COVID was a period where you could not have multiple people occupying the same space. You could not even have your entire family. How do you cope? How do you feel supported? You feel isolated, alone in your entire experience. And that is what has ensured that somewhere 
people have not been able to necessarily fully overcome their sense of grief yes right now where we are at today with life moving towards that normalcy that we were used to 3 years ago it's changing the ways in which people are looking at things it's leading them to be able to let go of some of those experiences but that sense of loss is not getting filled up yeah, that joy is not but going but still away. they are going through that disaster you know if we talk somebody after so long it's like shalini do you know what has happened during delta wave everybody talk about it's like you know, they wanted to talk लेकिन वो सब नहीं हुआ राइट यू डिन गेट दैट एंड शी कॉन्ट इवन टॉक अबाउट इट बिकॉज इट्स दिस इज अ रिच पर्सन प्रॉब्लम राइट लोग देखो तो पीपल लॉस देयर लव्ड वंस और तुम हो कि रो रही हो कि तुम्हारा तुम हाँ शादी अच्छी से नहीं हुई यू नो सो दिस रिच पीपल प्रॉब्लम मेनी पीपल डोंट सीक हेल्प टू गो टू अ काउंसलर साइकोलॉजिस्ट साइकैट्रिस्ट फर्स्टली नो बडी नोज किसके पास जाए पहले you hmm. were saying when it's a children issue go to your pediatrician or your general practitioner who'll tell you that yes you're sliding in ab kiske paas jaye and is it a rich person problem you know i think it's very uh, unfortunate that we end up classifying things in our own mind you know this is a rich person's problem this is not a problem which should be looked at if it's a problem it's stressing you out it's troubling you it's giving you sleepless nights it's preoccupying your thought process it's impacting your functioning please go and talk to someone it is a problem regardless of uh, you know whether it seems like a problem to someone around you or not hmm. it's a problem for you hmm. we have to learn to start prioritizing our own selves and our own mental health it's compromising your well being it's a large enough issue then right don't judge your own self because that's where the judgment process is starting we are judging our own selves we are giving the right to everyone around us also to judge us because they can see through the discomfort that you're having and being able to even talk about the fact that you're troubled by something which could be considered hmm. not that big or grave a situation and if you feel that the people around you are not being able to understand or respond to you in the way that you require for them to then reaching out to an expert is extremely important and you're very right in saying that you know people a lot of times will not know who to reach out to hmm. uh the reason they don't know is because they don't know what the differences are between the different uh, experts who are available i would still say that you know even if you're an adult you can always talk to a gp if you don't know your internal medicine doctor if you don't know who you could be speaking with but otherwise if you feel that it's a situation which um if there are situations in your life which are troubling you which you are not being able to let go of or reach some sort of an understanding or solution of talking to a psychologist could be helpful now psychologists are of different types um you've got people who are who've done their masters who are counselors or 
psychologists in general who we call them and they are typically trained to work uh, with uh, concerns which may be say health related relationships related when you're looking at more clinical related issues that's where clinical psychologists come in and in india the qualifying degree for them would be at least an mphil in uh, psychology and uh, some of them may have also done further their doctoral studies around it as well and uh, so you would then reach to a clinical psychologist now you may not be able to figure out who may be the right person mm. still go to any one of them okay. a psychiatrist would work with the clinical problems but they would utilize medications to treat those problems so if you have a depressive illness you have a bipolar disorder you have a schizoaffective or a schizophrenia or an anxiety disorder when you've reached a diagnosis a lot of these may require a medical intervention because like i mentioned that mental health related illnesses have a strong biological component which can only be addressed with medications okay. that the psychiatrist will do the therapists or the psychologists the clinical psychologists they will all be working in parallel usually with the psychiatrist on the same problems but doing the talk therapy see uh, doc i've noticed that um, you can take a, a child to a therapist mm. now a major major issue see with modern magic medication uh, people are living longer so right. you have a huge problem uh, on our hands with uh, with you know parents grandparents mm. living long which is very nice but there are aging related issues because of one again covid related because they were living apart ji mm. suddenly that link was broken you couldn't visit your parents you couldn't visit your grandparents they were isolated living for almost a year mm. living on their own Right? right they couldn't meet with their children they couldn't meet with their grandchildren during that and then there were issues like uh, they, you know older people used to go for satsang ke liye chale gaye or they had those those support structures mm. where they would go to the neighborhood mm. uh, you know place where their they would do their yoga says, yeah. yeah group therapies which we used to they were great stress busters wo sara band ho gaya right now depression sets in but when they had no issues till they were 70 75 suddenly when they are you know 75 80 they have mild dementia related issues they mm. have this uh, anger related issues because they feel they were neglected right. they know that they were neglected for a certain reason which couldn't be so resolved but these are manifesting but because of their age you can't take them to the doctor they will not go they will not admit it firstly that they need some help mm. and young professionals don't have the time to kya karo well the solution of course lies in being able to sit down and have conversations because mm. agar aap situation ko address nahi karoge to koi cheez behtar nahi hone wali hai right and if there is a clinical problem then it needs to be addressed clinically i understand that the elderly a lot of times are resistant to engaging in the conversations i've seen it with my own grandparents so yeah. you know I, and i i work in this space and despite that the challenge was there and uh, but then if it is a medical issue which is emerged then it needs to be dealt with through the psychiatrist and if there is a clear cut depression or a clear cut anxiety or some other illness and insomnia which is there dementia like changes which are happening then the consults need to start happening with the doctors at least but the second aspect is that you need to start talking to your parents sit down have that difficult conversation they will be resistant they will not want to engage in that interaction uh, there may be a lot of cognitive errors like we say you know a problem may be getting magnified in their mind they may have developed a tunnel vision on an issue they may not be willing to look at uh, the different aspects of the situation 
while those errors may be there in the way they are thinking or looking at a situation it's only if you're going to sit down and have that conversation with them not once but be willing to engage a few times i do feel that that barrier of resistance does break at the end of the day for them meaning and purpose comes through their family seeing their children engaging with their grandchildren the more they are able to do that the more they feel much more happier a lot more relaxed they do need to have their routines and a push will be required to kind of encourage them to say that you know aap restart karo jo bhi thoda bahut aap kar sakte ho karna shuru karo for them the hesitation also happens you know maine 2 saal se to kuch kiya nahi hai ho sakta hai main kar hi nahi paun so the confidence also goes down because you haven't stepped out you're not sure will i be able to do that work for a kilometer that i used to do previously so the solution is to tell them that aap 100 meters kar lo आप जितना कर सकते हो आप करो बट यस एज द यंगर पर्सन अराउंड दैम यू विल हैव टू एंगेज एंड इन्वेस्ट बिकॉज दे हैव ऑल्सो एंगेज एंड इन्वेस्टेड इन अस एट अ टाइम वेन दे डू नॉट हैव द टाइम ट्रू दैट्स ट्रू दैट्स सो ट्रू टू हैव द पेशेंस एंड यू नो आई नो दैट आई यूज टू गेट इरीटेटेड दैट आपको बताया तो था दैट आई कम एट एट पी एम Why do you keep asking what time will you come? Or oh, yeah. you've come at nine, didn't you say you you'd come tomorrow? You know those kind of things. But then I realize as I'm aging that I make the same mistakes. Yeah. I yes, didn't true. have the patience then. I just hope my children have the patience with me. <laughs> do you feel that uh, too, Shalini? That you do you see yourself becoming the parent that used to irritate you when you were young? Yeah, that, that's true, ma'am. But you know, most of the time, whenever I see uh, you know a parent, a uh, old age parents. so it's like you know i always talk them lot i lot do lot of sharing lot of caring it's like you know they wanted to talk they want company at that point of stage so it's like you know they want ki that hum unse zyada zyada baat kare wo kuch bolna cha rahe hain hum samjhe because we uh, sometimes we also take them granted you know like also they to, come under older people this is one thing i wanted hmm. to talk to you about also older people falling for scams hmm. right uh, because what has happened is that everybody has a cell phone ab there was no need at some point of time to teach your parent how to use google and how to use uh, internet how to do instagram ye sab sikhane ki zarurat nahi hoti thi but now what has happened is somebody gives a call and says give your otp they give the they otp give, yeah this is happening so yeah. you don't uh, so this how to how to tell your children to watch out for scams on uh, and to you know the safety part of uh, Uh, of using the cell phone because everybody gave their kids cell phone for safety reasons at some point of time and then they gave them devices during mm. covid but then there's no safety so they could be watching and your your 8 year old kid could be watching porn yeah. and your 70 year old parent can be giving the otp on the uh, phone how, how do you tell this how do you do you need do you need an outsider to teach this to your kids and do you need an outsider to tell your parents i wish we could have outsiders doing so much more <laughs> what i mean when an outsider i mean is do you need to tell your your therapist that please tell my parent or please tell my kid no no you don't need that at all you know i think what you do need is um, becoming more aware you know uh, i think that we are so stuck in our day to day routines a lot of times we are not switching off from our work or from uh, the tasks that we feel we need to do that it takes away from our awareness of what may be going on with other people who are there within the home 
so you are there you physically present but a lot of times you're not necessarily psychologically engaged to their experiences that's where the gap starts happening that's where you start missing out on the cues that i need to provide a certain information or i need to provide a certain uh scaffolding or a sense or create some sort of a security mechanism to be able to protect both the young people as well as the elderly who are who are either living with me or may not be living with me as well and it's only going to be if you are fully there in the moments that you are spending and you're not preoccupied with other things that you will be able to start noticing these things and that's the first change that i think people need to start doing and what do you need to do for that start switching off your phones when you are at home we feel that the whole world is going to collapse and crash you mm. know agar phone off ho gaya 2 ghante ke liye i am not available god knows what catastrophe is going to happen but nothing really happens i can't meet you in the eye when you say <laughs> because i'm guilty as charged <laughs> it's true you know uh, it's i i have seen even in restaurants people sitting and not looking and this used to i used to see this abroad mm. i never used to see this in india mm. but in india yes now it's there everywhere and it's not just in urban india it's a rural phenomenon too it is it very much is because um the phones the media the social media everything is infiltrated and penetrated our lives to such an extent that we feel incapacitated if we do not have these around us we have lost our ability to have fun and to be able to spend time with our own selves we've lost our ability to be able to uh spend time doing activities which do not involve social media right we are only looking at gadgets a lot of the times in fact a lot of times if i ask young people i ask that you know okay what are the hobbies that you currently have most of them are completely at a loss because what the what their hobbies are are either playing on their playstations and xboxes or they're on their phones on their instagrams or their twitters and facebooks whatever and newer social media platforms which have come up and um, they're not necessarily engaging with the real world people in the real world the same people that they are texting with they would hesitate to be able to have an in person conversation now what are we doing we're taking away our own skill sets we are losing our abilities to be able to build those relationships conversations we, feel, we we can't have those conversations we yes. feel ill ill equipped in group settings yes and That's it's true. not just children i'm noticing this in in older generation people also where uh, especially after covid you know uh, getting together four to six people in a room don't have patience anymore mm. to have conversations after a while it gets the noise of four people talking in a room gets to you you want yeah. to go back home you don't want mm. to talk because it's it's become too much doctor i just wanted to know this what is the role of social media if i talk about instagram also twitter also on twitter also what uh, what we see that you know the kind of tweet you have done it's like you know are maine thoda kam kam hits hain kam likes hain and if we talk about instagram also it's like you know they filter their photos and jab aap asli mein unko dekho to they are completely different so how it is affecting a kind of anxiety or what exactly it is no 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 it's not they are looking shalini hmm. i think what is happening is that the person themselves right i've used suppose i've used a filter uske baad when i look at the mirror so it's not what other people are saying what you yourself are feeling because when you look at the mirror you th- you're not as you look thin different yeah ha you're not as thin yeah. you're not as uh, your complexion is not fair because you people lighten their 
skin. So it's not what other people are saying so much. I you think yourself. it's what you yourself are yeah, saying yeah. as well. Yeah. How it it affects basically. So I think uh, self worth may f- uh, problem hmm. hoti hmm. na na because. people are actually making themselves look taller mm. i can understand you know you want to look thinner or uh, more uh, voluminous in for in some respect but making yourself taller that's never going to happen mm. but this is happening now so how it is going to affect what kind of anxiety it gives so i think there are two three aspects that we need to understand that there is a lot of pressure that people are feeling that they need to conform to a certain type of image Uh, a certain type of sometimes body image, a certain type of way in which they are being perceived on the outside by mm. the rest of the world. Okay, that's what you were and, trying to yeah. say. Okay, and when the perceptions are uh, being directed in your own mind on account of what is the kind of response that you are getting from people, you start wanting to change it. Now, what that does is that you are bringing about a discrepancy between what is your real self, what is the virtual self. that entire gap which is beginning to emerge between the real and the virtual self is going to lead to a lot of depletion in your own ability to feel good about who you are hmm. you feel unsure about your own self it leads to a lot of doubts about um am i really this good enough what would happen if i were to step into the real world and when people actually see me for who i am so you start thinking that i am not going to be accepted by people on the outside so it's going to lead to a lot of avoidance of social situations of not wanting to present yourself for just who you are it leads to people to then start thinking about doing procedures for their own selves cosmetic surgeries because they feel that that is going to be the better way to look that is the more acceptable way and if you've ended up having some sort of uh, greater recognition on account of these changed ways in which you're presenting yourself on these online platforms you feel that yes that is what is actually more acceptable and it's leading to a false belief system where you are becoming rejecting of your own self impacts your sense of self your worthiness your esteem can make you feel extremely anxious can actually impact your moods make you feel low lead to things like depression a lot of people become extremely preoccupied with the thought processes they may find themselves constantly thinking about things you know what is going to be my next post how do i ensure i keep looking like this what am i going to do when i'm going to step out how do i make sure that you know i'm not judged and that's the preoccupation which sets in so your entire thought process you start seeing is shifting it will impact your functionality it will affect the ways in which you're engaging with people your relationships your work everything so the deleterious impact that something like this can have is so large and which is why with a lot of young people when we work with them uh one of the two of the things that we talk about one is about media literacy which is that you need to start raising questions about the media content that is coming at you and start understanding what is the source of the information what could be the purpose behind it what could there be a different way of looking at the same thing what are the values that are being um put forward by that media message but simultaneously we are also talking to them about their sense of self their self concepts and how do you need to strengthen those and how do you start learning to lean into who you are as a person build acceptance for who you are who recognize you are, like uh, especially like now you know these online dating sites and all yeah, because the left swipe right swipe business hmm. which is going on many people or um, young men men and women think that they have to conform to those stereotypes mm-hmm. they take medication they take supplements because they need to look in a particular manner i was speaking to a a gym trainer who said that he knows of a couple of incidents which have happened where you know they fixed trainer ke sath is waqt exercise karna hai previous night they may have had a late night mm-hmm. but then they are not 
because they've paid the trainer already or they've paid the gym, they need to reach the gym and they need to exercise. So on three hours of sleep, they come to the exercise, uh, to, they come to exercise. Now to do that, they take a Red Bull or they yeah. take, you know, something mm -hmm. to keep them awake to exercise and then those heart attacks those things are happening in the gym these are real problems which used to happen to celebrities mm. earlier it's happening to ordinary middle class homes where young people just because of these online because most of the dating is happening online mm. do you see that as a real problem which is happening now a lot of the dating is happening online but what's also happening is that there is so much access to information about how you can do these things that people are indiscriminately relying on it, not recognizing that everything that is done, there is one, a logic behind it. There would be some sort of a scientific thought process that needs to be associated with any sort of a practice. So if you are going to be taking a Red Bull and you've just had three hours of sleep, what, what is it really doing to your body? You're not even raising that question inside you. Whereas when someone may be working, uh, you know, a doctor is working with a celebrity or, you know, a physical health practitioner is working with a celebrity and they would be utilizing certain mechanisms, they would have a full thought process around it. But you're not aware of that thought process. You just pick the behavior and you're randomly implementing it on yourself, being experimental. And then which is leading to deleterious consequences and which is where media literacy comes in. You need to start understanding the thought process behind what is being done, why is it being done, stop following people blindly, reduce the comparisons, start building your own self. There is goodness in every individual. There is a positive in every individual. Everyone has strengths. There will always be areas of development or improvement that we will all have throughout our life. But that doesn't take away from who you are. And you need to be able to lean into that. And I do believe very strongly that people need to start building interests outside of the virtual world. Hmm. We have to engage with life. We need to start doing a conscious digital detox so that we can expose ourselves in a very conscious manner to other things. There's a lot which is there out there <laughs> to experience. I'm going to have you coming back to the studio uh, to discuss with me about social media. I think that's a whole that's, different that's realm important. and how you know, all of us need to learn the tools to cope with, you know, the negativity that comes in from uh, overexposure to social media. Of course, it has its good points. Of course. And, uh, but how uh, how we can cope with this new realm mm. that yeah. we are all entering. And especially, we haven't even gone into, you know, the rural areas and mm. the problems that it's having because they're not trained. At least some of us are equipped with a certain education where we are, you know, we know how to handle it. So I'm going to have to come back. Thank you so Absolutely. much for your time. Thank you so much. It was a real pleasure being here with you. Thank you for listening in to ANI podcast with Smita Prakash. Please like or subscribe in whichever platform you have listened to this. Namaste. Jai Hind.